Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. You know, a lot of people have an idea in their mind uh, about the world changing to fit whatever narrative that they have for themselves and how they think the world should operate. I've listened to a lot of talk uh, for a long period of time, not just in the, not just in the moment of chaos that uh, we're currently experiencing, but over the years, just more in a, in a study of human behavior and understanding what's going on with our world has always uh, very much interested me. And I've listened to people present questions or statements or say, you know, if people would only do this or that, um, you know, this is, what, this is what would happen. This is how the world would get better. And what's become very apparent is that the average individual can be very frustrated with the way the world is operating. Uh, and when, when we say the world, also understand that it may not be the entire world, but the world of the person that is feeling that way. Um, but what's really cool, even though they probably can't change it on a large aspect uh, for, for most of the time, right? Every once in a while, we do have somebody come down the pike that can, can make a very significant difference in the world. But I think that we can all make a difference in our world. We can change ourselves. We can change the way that we experience the world, which I think is is something that's very much overlooked or not even looked at at all in, in so many cases with people. Um, after working with thousands and thousands of people for a long period of time that are dissatisfied with their own results in life and helping them change things and learn things to be able to change the results that they're getting, very often in the beginning, there is a very common view that they can't change the situation that they're in because of, and then the of goes into because of the government or the job market or how much money I can make or can't make, other people are in charge, whatever it might be. And one of the the things that I have found that people don't know, and I can understand this actually quite well because there was a time in my life when I didn't know that we have the power to change our own world. We have the power to change the world that we're experiencing, how we're experiencing life on a regular basis. Now, on one hand, while I agree that there are very, very serious issues on the table uh, right now in our country and all over the world, um, these, these are things that won't be changed overnight if they're changed. And it doesn't have to affect you as much as you think that it does when it comes down to your own individual world. And when you, when you think about this, I want you to realize something because I don't think I can ever drive this point home enough for individuals. Our greatest power as an individual person is our ability to choose and Primarily, the way that we choose to show up in life, to show up in our world, to show up in a business, 
um, really determines how we experience that part of our life, whatever it is that we're showing up in. I had uh, uh, a very negative attitude toward many different things uh, when I was a young man. And of course, that negative attitude was pretty much cultivated by uh, dysfunctional childhood and then drawing the wrong conclusions to the way that I was experiencing my world, but then believing them uh, that it was basically everybody else's fault in one way or another of why I was experiencing the problems that I was experiencing. But then as I began to learn to take responsibility for myself, something significant shifted in me. And, and I, it took me years to figure out what this was. But I think the first thing that was significant that changed was that when you accept responsibility, you basically take your power back from everything that you were giving it to when you blamed other people or, or other things or, or even your past. And when that power comes back to you, I think an individual really starts to look at the world that they're living in in a much different way. Um, you start to see opportunities that you didn't previously see. And I think that that's also very important because obviously if we want to make a change, we have to be looking at things different than we've ever looked at them before. So I think that the, the way that we really need to look at things is from the idea that first and foremost, that we have power as an individual so that we can actually change things for ourselves. One of the, one of the points that I wanted to make on this podcast was this, that generally if a person will do what they are, they will have a big realization in life. And let me explain what I mean by this. Every person starts to, over a period of time, become good at something if they, if they, if they do it in repetition. I mean, anything that we do in repetition, we're going to get better at as we go. So what we really want to focus on is not so much that we get good at something, but what do we what do we actually get good at? What do we really get good at in our life that makes life easier, better, gives us more opportunity, helps us change the way that we think? I have found that very often if a person would make a, a different choice in the thing that they get good at, I forget who actually said this, but somebody said, be careful or beware. Or no, it was be careful of the thing that you get good at because if you get good at the wrong thing, I mean, literally, you can make your life kind of a hell to live in. And that could be getting good at, at incorrect thinking, be getting good at blaming people, get good at playing the victim, uh, you know, things that, that are not productive in life. But if we start focusing on things that can make a difference, it doesn't matter how small they are, we can start to open very, very big doors in our life in a really fantastic way. I mean, when I look back at my life and I think that I made a very, very tiny change just in the way that I was going to show up in my world, and I had such a dramatic impact in the effect of my life, uh, to, literally, to literally triple my income in 30 days, I mean, that seems so far out of the realm of possibility based on where I thought I was at the time that... The biggest impact that it had on me was it caused me to think. I think I really realized in that moment that there was something in, in what I believed, there was something in the way that I was seeing the wor in the world that was, that was not correct, or at least it was not 
it was not propelling my life forward. It was keeping me locked in a box to some degree. Now, since then, I've studied for an enormous amount of time. I think I've got like 30 years of thinking this way and studying under my belt at this point. I've been in business for 22 years. I've helped thousands or tens of thousands of people all over the world with what that I what I teach. But I've also noticed this same pattern with these individuals. You know, we're raised in a way where people teach us how to view our world. And that could be our health, it could be relationships, it could be the people that we engage with, it could be socially, it could be in work, it could be in business, it could be in religion, it could be in so many different ways. And we don't really realize, some people never realize this, that when somebody else tells you how to think about something at a very young age, you just accept it as like the, the rule of law in your mind. This is the way to think about another thing. And I give meaning to it. I give validation to it. And then I begin to do something where I create a bias where I'm actually looking for verification that that belief is correct. Because we all want to be right. We want to be true. We want to know what we're doing it gives us a feeling of certainty and significance. It gives us a feeling of safety. And as we go out in our world, it's consistently more validation of that. And sometimes it's validation of why things are wrong. But the power that we're wheeling is, the, is our ability to choose. If you look at it from the place of what's wrong with things, you're going to find it. Why? Because it exists. It's not like it's a lie or it's made up. It actually exists. The more I look for what's wrong with something, the more I'm going to find it. But conversely, the more that I look at what's right with something, the more that, that I'm going to find it. Why? Because this principle is based on the law of polarity, that there's two sides to everything. So if we take any kind of a physical object, or even if we take a sheet of paper and we draw a horizontal line across the paper and then uh, kind of dissect it down the middle, middle with a vertical line so we're looking at two equal pieces. You understand that there's an opposite side to whatever side you're focused on. If I hold a, a pen in front of me, it has a right and a left, a left and a right, an up and a down, an in and out. Everything in the universe has this polar opposite side to it. So try doing this. You can do it in your mind if you're driving or you can't get to a place where you can write but if you get a chance, write this down on a sheet of paper. Draw a horizontal line, and then in the middle of that line, just put a vertical line. So you have, you have two halves. You have a left side of the line, and you have a right side of the line. Now, write down the situation that you would like to change in your life on the line where you think it fits most appropriately. Now, before you do this, on the left side of the line, draw a negative mark or a minus sign above the line. And on the right side of the line, draw a plus sign or a positive mark. So you're now looking at it from the perspective of bad or good, okay? And now, put down the thing that you want to change. So I'll give you an idea on what I did. So in the early years, no education, bad attitude, terrible work record, all kinds of problems, I would have put that situation somewhere towards the left of the middle. So it would have been on the negative side. Now, when you write it down there, just sit back and look at it for a second because here's what you don't know. You don't know because if you move to the right of the line, 
it's supposed to get better. That means it's telling you that there's something better there. But what you don't know is what it is. We don't know what that is. We just know that it's there. Now, ask yourself in your body, if you can do this, how does it feel to know that the other side exists? Even if you don't know what it is, what, the thing that we do know is that it's better. That's what we know. Because if you're looking at anything from the point of good or bad or right or wrong, it has an opposite side. If what you're experiencing you don't like, there is something you're not experiencing that you do like. It's there, even if you don't know what it is. So what we're talking about here is, number one, the knowing that that side actually exists. See, I even get excited talking about it when I, when I think about it because it doesn't matter where I am. There's always something better and there's always something worse. So it really, so if you go back to the beginning where I said, you know, this great power of the ability to choose that we have is really determining where we experience ourselves. Now, here's something else that you can do. You can also look at where you are in your life right now, and you could look to the left of it and realize that there's also something worse. It could be worse. I don't care how bad it is for you right now. It could be worse. We don't necessarily know what that is, but I'll guarantee you this. I'll bet you for most people, you have an easier time imagining what worse would look like than you do what better would look like. You could, you could imagine better, but can you imagine yourself in the better? Most people can imagine themselves in the worst, but they have a difficult time imagining themselves in the better. This is kind of like the first step to that, because if I can, if I can start thinking to myself, you know what? There is something better. I may not know what it is, but if I start accepting the idea that it's there, I'm making progress in the direction that I want to go to actually make things better. Now, just for a hypothetical, try adding this to the exercise. You draw another line, the same negative, the same positive, the same intersecting line in the middle. You put down where you are based on where you think you are in the negative and the positive, and then Put down what you, like if, if I gave you a magic wand, you can create your life and anything in your life exactly the way that you wanted right now. What would that look like on that line, right? So you kind of identify what that would look like, what it would be. For a lot of people, it's money, right? I realize money doesn't solve every problem. I get that. But for a lot of people, money solves significant problems for, for, for people, especially if you know how to earn it and bring it in on a regular basis. But regardless of that. If you just put it on the right side of the line, further down than you are right now, whatever that might be, what would it be and what would it look like? And then take it and put it on the line. Because the moment that you visualize it, that you see how your life could be better, and you put it down on that line, you're moving it more and more into a possibility for yourself. You're starting to make it more probable that it'll actually happen. You have to understand, so many people never get this far. They're, they look at their life, they see it, they believe that's what it is. There's some people that believe we have no control over our life whatsoever. There's some people that believe that if you start imagining what your life would be like if it was better, 
or you you start believing that you could do that, that all of a sudden you're practicing some form of magic or you're a witch or, you know, they attach something negative to it, uh, which they will then tell you that none of that is true and it can't happen. People believe very much based on the, their 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 own experience in life and and what it is that they have come to determine about themselves. But here is something that we need to remind ourselves of. First of all, every single thing that was ever made by human hands was first a thought. And the human mind didn't create the thought. It tapped into the thought in the universe. Here's, here's something interesting, right? If you, very often you'll look at somebody and they'll tell you about an idea that they have for an invention. This, this story was actually pretty big when I was a kid. I still hear it from time to time, but I think it was, for some reason, it had a little more relevance uh, then. I think probably because there weren't as many opportunities that people were aware of as they are now and actually how to make those opportunities happen. But I used to hear from people on occasion about something that was invented, and then they would tell me that they had the idea to do that six months ago or a year ago or, or five years ago, and they never did anything about it. There's all kinds of stories out there that are like this. How is it that, that so many people can tap into the same type of idea for something? Only one or two people ever take action on it, but so many people have the experience of going, you know what, I thought about that before. Where's the thought coming from? Um, in my mind, there's just there is there is no other answer than all of the information that ever was has always been here. It's a hundred percent equal in all places at the same time. And based on how we think is when we start tapping into this information. Just by drawing the line on the paper and looking at where you are now and where you would possibly like to be, you start tapping into that thought process because now what you're doing in 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 not so many words you're you're really tapping into the potential that you could move down that line so your mind starts looking for references of that it starts looking for information it starts to look for the how it starts to think about what it would be like to do that um and when we do that we allow ourselves to think differently so we allow we literally allow more possibility to come into our life. No, there's just no question about it. Um, so when you do this, and then you think to yourself, okay, what would it take for me to move from where I am to this other side of the line uh, that has my life exactly the way that I would want it to be? My suggestion is, first and foremost, to understand that your life is is very much a composite of how you're thinking, right? Now, not only is it a composite of how you're thinking, it's also a composite of how large groups of people think and generally the groups of people that you're exposed to the most. We usually hang around people that think very much like we do. Uh, not everything is the same, but a lot of the thought process is the same. If you were to change the group of people that you were hanging around, even temporarily, and you were to put yourself in a group of people that thought completely differently from a, from, from a good perspective, I'm not talking about from a negative perspective, but from a good perspective, you would be exposed to various different ways to think, especially about the problem that you're in. 
When you're looking at a person that's successful, there's the one thing that we know is that they have the ability to look at problems and not just see solutions, but see opportunities in those problems. Ask yourself, when you see a problem, when you look into certain problems, do you feel defeated by the problem? Do you feel that there's no opportunity? Do you feel that the world is against you? Do you feel that you can't do it? There's no way. You have to really pay attention to what you're thinking when you're observing either side of this line because it tells you a lot about what's currently going on with you. Now, in the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned something that I still think is very interesting. And that is that generally people will continue to do whatever it is that they do. If we start to get good at something, it fills a lot of human needs for an individual. And one of the needs is for uh, not just significance in what they do, because I think people like to, to feel good about the thing that they're doing, and they like to have other people recognize them for what they're doing. But there's also a measure of certainty and security in getting good at one specific thing and then doing it over and over and over again. However, it can also be a bit of a trap, especially if the thing that you're doing is not giving you the results or the life or the world that you want to live in. I mean, let's face it, the the world is a very complex set of of thoughts and behaviors and ideologies. And we see people from all over different parts of the world and they believe many different things. If we would step back from that for a moment, instead of doing what it seems like the whole world is going down this rabbit hole with in making people who think differently wrong, instead of making them wrong, trying to understand why they think the way that they do, we just might crack the door open for ourselves a little bit. You know, there's this old saying, how you do anything is how you do everything. And I think it goes down to where that becomes true is in the fundamentals of why you're actually doing something. Because the approach isn't always the same, but if you get down to the fundamentals of why a person's doing it, you'll find out that it's very, very similar. When we start making other people wrong, when we start making different things wrong, it's almost like we're tightening the lock on our own possibility because to make somebody else wrong, you have to double down on what you believe is right. Now, this becomes very obvious when we're talking about things that we all believe are wrong, like murder or rape or robbery or you know stuff like that. But when we start making things wrong in the world that just are really more matters of opinion, or the way a person does something without the hurting of another individual, we also have to double down on the idea that we're right. And if their way is wrong and my way is right, my way becomes the only way, and it becomes a self-imposed trap. And this is where we stay. But then we have a viewpoint, because we're seeing a lot of this viewpoint today, where we want everybody else to change over to the way that we think, and we see this happen with all different kinds of people. When we do that, we stay totally locked in the way we think without ever considering maybe there's a better way to do what I'm doing. Maybe there's another way to accomplish the goal that I'm trying to reach for myself. But if our focus is on changing the whole world, we're not focused on changing ourselves. And I think that an, a, a, a huge answer to so many problems, especially when you break it down to the individual, is 
stop trying to make the world different from the aspect of making it wrong, but really take a look at yourself and ask yourself, what is it within you that can begin to change in order that you have a different experience? Because here's another thing that we know is true. Very often, a person will have an experience of something and they'll say, that was a horrible experience. But if you sit down and ask them why it was a horrible experience, what you find out is that it's largely based on their perception. So they had to find all kinds of things wrong with it. Um, They had to make up all different kinds of beliefs and attach uh, 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 meaning to things based on how they experience the world. And then it totally corrupts the experience, meaning that somebody else that has different beliefs, that has different meanings, could have the same experience but have a total different interpretation of that experience. And whatever it is that they're experiencing just is. It just is. They are changing the experience by the meaning that they're giving it. And let's understand the meaning is created by the environment that they spend the most amount of time in. This is so very important for a person to understand because if we don't get out and see things and really begin to think to ourselves, why does a person think differently? Why does this culture do things differently? We stop learning. And not only do we stop learning, we start we stop appreciating uh, anything that's different in other people, and we start making it's wrong, making things wrong. I really believe that all of this change that people really want to experience really starts with themselves. It starts with changing your own world, your inner world. How do you perceive the world? Uh, you know, if we look, if you look back at a lot of the great philosophers, uh, some of the religious texts that are out there, it talked about it talked about things like love and peace and compassion. Um, you know, very, very much emotions of understanding and staying away from things like fear. Why? Because love and compassion and peace open the mind. And things like fear close the mind. But it doesn't start outside of us. It starts within us. That's what's controlling the experience that we, that we literally have in our life. And if we can change the experience that we're having in the moment, then the possibility of changing something outside of ourselves, like if you start to look at a worldview, it becomes much bigger because we're not coming from a place of fear at that point. Now we're coming from a place of trying to help everybody move forward, trying to help all people get their needs met and their desires met, uh, trying to remove I, things of like fear and persecution and corruption from the world instead of adding to it because all of that stuff, it's, it's a fear-based ideology to begin with. Anything that's pushing fear, you need to be very wary of, very, very wary of. Um, if If it's not pushing thought and clear thought and individual thought and new and fresh ideas, then you like that should send your red flag up instantaneously. If we move forward as an individual and a world, it has to start with open thinking in our own mind. And I think that when you take things like the laws of the universe and you start to make that the foundation of how you think, 
you keep in mind that there's always an opposite side to your thought. There, no matter what it is, there's an opposite side to it. Every experience has an opposite experience, and it's equal and opposite. And you can't experience something when your mind's closed. I mean, you can't experience both sides when your mind's closed. You go, you completely are shut down whenever your mind is going in that direction. Everything also operates by cause and effect. Every single thing that we experience, we're experiencing the effect of something, but we have to ask ourselves, what's the cause? What's the real cause of it? Causation for most human beings always starts in the thinking. It starts in the meaning. It starts with the reason why we're actually doing something. So I go back to the idea that, listen, changing the world is a great thing. I know that people want to change the world, but really, when people are coming from that place, usually they're coming from a place of they're afraid about what they're seeing in the world, they don't like what they're experiencing, and they want to have a different experience. And I'm here to tell you that we can start that right now. The world does not need to change for you to have a different experience. You need to change to, for you to have a different experience. And you can have a completely different experience in, in whatever it is that you're doing. Here's a really great book. So look at this, just to give you an idea of what this looks like. If you read Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, um, you have somebody here that's in, a, in a, that's in a concentration camp who's having a very different experience based on the way that they were thinking when they were going through the same thing that everybody else was going through from what most of us would consider a horrific perspective. Read Man's Search for Meaning and, and listen to Frankl's experience as he went through what most people would think would be the worst possible thing that they could ever experience in their life. And it gives you an idea of not only how he controlled his mind, but how he actually saw uh, something completely different in what he was doing and what the result of that was, not only while he was there, but for, for the rest, rest of his life. So let me, let me leave you with this idea. Stop trying to change the world and start looking at how do you change yourself? How do you work on being a better person in the world that you're in right now in order to give yourself a completely different experience? Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.